Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So it is summertime, honeymoon time, and this is certainly for our newlyweds, but also for people who want to have a renewal weekend, a honeymoon weekend, and you've already been together for a while. Listen up. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Honeymoons. We're talking about honeymoons, Lori. That is a fun, fun time, right? What did you guys do for your honeymoon? Well, (laughs) we went to a local hotel the first night. Right, that's two. Then I realized I did not bring a comb, so I had had my hair in braids. And like the next morning, I took a shower, no comb. I mean, we have joked my whole married life about the sea witch you know <laughs> <laughs> about what your hair did yeah about what my nice. hair did and then we went to hawaii we took an wow. early flight we were in california so we went to hawaii we went to Kauai. nice and um, fancy we were so naive and dumb oh my gosh but we did have a beautiful stay and a beautiful time nice I mean, it was it was i would like to go back i think i went back not to Kauai, but i've been back to hawaii other islands different times but that's really a special place. The sunny side, the south side of the island was gorgeous. Yeah, that's great. Oh, and we got there and our luggage was lost. Oh. You know, but we were honeymooners, so that well, was okay. Terrible. They gave us bathrobes. and But it was hot. I mean, it was like really hot. And so you couldn't wear these terry bath you know, yeah. stuff out on your terrace or anything. We we made the mistake of leaving for our honeymoon the day the next morning at like five a.m. Yeah, same. It with was us. terrible. We didn't get any sleep. We were exhausted. So I don't really remember the first three days of our honeymoon because we were just basically exhausted mm-hmm. and just caught up. We went on a cruise. Uh, um, yeah. We did way too many things, but I enjoyed the food and I lost <laughs> like a hundred dollars at the casino. It was <laughs> terrible. Like all, like in five minutes. You know, I, I do think, I do have a strong opinion about honeymoons, but I think you, you should go somewhere where you kind of stay put and you're relaxed. I, I know people do these huge destination honeymoons where they travel Europe and, yeah. you know, the most exotic kind of thing and active honeymoon but I really think a honeymoon should be a sex vacation. You know, it yeah. should be time that you set aside, that you just have gobs and gobs of time to make love and enjoy each other in a sensual way. Eating out, like you said, enjoying food, wine, and your bodies. Yeah, I agree. It, it should be restful. It shouldn't be something where you are running from sight to sight, sightseeing and 
climbing mountains and doing all that kind of stuff like that, that stuff, there's other times for that. But I, I definitely agree that it should be, it should be what it is. It should be about the two of you resting, sex, good food. And like you said, you know, the first three days you barely remember because you were probably exhausted from the wedding and I was in a different time zone. So Mm -hmm. that like screwed things up. Yeah. And I, I think that we like the idea of these big once in a lifetime type trips but this is, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for the two of you to be together, to be intimate, to just be with each other. And it's a great way. It can start your marriage off in a, in a great space. It can be a great foundation for your marriage going forward. And if you have been married or if you have been partnered for a while and you want to have a sex weekend, a renewal that's really devoted to your intimate life. I mean, we highly recommend um, honeymoon sort of set-asides. You know, especially I I knew a woman who took four of them a year. Every quarter, she and her husband went away on a mini honeymoon just for a weekend. And, you know, I I just think that's so smart, you know, because Mm. oftentimes in seasons of your life, sex can't be the priority. You know, you're exhausted. You got a million kids running around. You're trying to earn a living and you just don't have hours and hours for sex. So having something to look forward to where you're going away, you're going to have time for intimacy, I think can help get us through bad times and it can help reset, you know, the clock. It's like, okay, let's or reset your physical life with, oh yeah, we, we used to do that. We like that. Let's, let's add that to the repertoire or a time to get creative. Yeah, it's, it, it's a good reminder, right? It reminds you of the good parts of your relationship. I like to people taking baby moons. I think that's a fantastic idea, especially before their first kid. Oh, yeah. You know, like Do it in the second trimester when you right. feel good, when yeah. you feel sexual, not the first one when you feel exhausted or the third one when you feel clumsy and exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, those, I think those times are just super important, right? I mean, that's what a honeymoon is. A honeymoon is kind of, it's a marker, mm-hmm. so to speak. So even though I can't remember the first three days, so to speak. Like I, overall, I remember the time together. I remember the time uh, with my wife and us, what we did together. Like that's, it's a, it's a marker in our relationship. Um, and it's one that's one of the very, very in the very beginnings of our relationship as well. You know, I think you need a honeymoon if, if you sense emotionally that your lover is preoccupied, maybe they're stressed at work or stressed with the children or, you know, maybe you have issues in the sex life and it's like, okay, your partner is seemingly selfish or there's less sensuality. It's like you are overdue for a honeymoon. Right. And in the, in the beginning, if this, if, if we're talking about honeymoons for a newly married couple, there are times where their sex right out of the gate may be really great. Right. And it may be okay, but more often than not, right. What we talk about is that it can be fairly clumsy. It can be something that is not as smooth as they may hoped it would be. And so the honeymoon can be a time to kind of start to begin to lay some of that groundwork, some of that foundation. And work some things through. And work some things through. Yeah. I had a couple call me. Um, They were newlyweds and they trusted me as an advisor and sexually. And they called and they said, okay, we have now been on the honeymoon for three days. We have done it three times and we don't get it. Like, why are people so excited about sex? <laughs> I mean, they were virgins, both of them. And they're like, we, we really don't get it. And I think that both of them, 
actually, I think he was climaxing. She was not. And I said, you know what? Really and truly for your very first experiences, that is kind of normal. I mean, people who have been having sex for a while forget how blasé that first experience was. Like they were so anxious, so tense. You know, so this is this is what we want people to work out is so that by the end of the honeymoon, they're a little more proficient. You know, they know how to get it done. So we want to share some tips with you if you're on your honeymoon, some things that you can talk about that really lay that foundation well for a good sex life that's really going to help build that going forward. Some of these things, most people are not going to have these conversations, but taking an afternoon just to talk about some of these points that we're going to bring up is really going to help lay that foundation and give you a good start and make your honeymoon even better, right? That thing, right. Those things that you're talking about that really you can work through some of these problems um, that may arise. And even if they're not problems, it's still going to make your sex life even better. So what do you think, Lori, is the, what's the first thing that they need to talk about on their honeymoon? So the first thing I want them to do is savor and have a fantasy about initiation and seduction. How do they like to be seduced when they think in their minds about the beginning of sex? Maybe they have multiple you know, fantasies. And that's great. It's like it gives your partner options. But maybe you can tell them, do you like a soft, subtle touch? Do you like your partner to kiss the back of your neck? Do you want your genitals grabbed? You know, do you want just clever innuendo, sexy talk? Or do you want somebody to just be bold and say, I want you, I want sex, you know, that that stark, obvious initiation really turns you on. I think that it's best that you initiate the way your partner likes it and learning what they like. This would be my first conversation that I'd want you to have. Yeah, because it, it keeps you from assuming that you're going to have the same preference, right? Because you're going to, you're different people. You're still learning about each other at this point. So being able to know that you're different and know what your partner likes is really important. I think the other one is just who should initiate and why should they should initiate, right? Do you like being the seducer or the seduced? Is there some gender norms that you're conforming to or are they different? Mm -hmm. um, do you think you should take turns initiating? Just how how do you want that initiation to go? Who is responsible for it? Mm -hmm. um, I think that it just clarifies that expectation and keeps you from having the conversation, well, you should initiate more or I should initiate more and getting off track with those expectations. Yeah, and I work with people who are very rigid in this way where they truly, one of them never initiates, never. I mean, they think about sex, but they literally never initiate. So this, if this is a, a honeymoon redo, I mean, you might want to be very reassuring to your partner about how feeling desired is communicated when they initiate and how much you long for that. And you recognize this is a really brave thing for them to do. How can you make it easier for them? You know, guarantee that they're going to get a great big yes. Yes. And a great Absolutely. big smile that your face is going to light up. You know, that that might encourage your already lover to, you know, be a little bit braver. Well, let's take a break. We got eight more tips to give you about some things you should talk about on your honeymoon to help lay that foundation. And so let's do that right after the break. So we want to remind all of you that we are thankful for the way you've shared the podcast. We continue to grow. 
It is our greatest honor when you share with a friend the work that we're doing in trying to help people uh, reframe their sexual life in a way that is understandable and not so mysterious so that they can make positive changes and strengthen their marriages and their partnerships. And I think the last thing we'd like to say is both of us are doing intensives. Um, Our summer schedules are getting filled up. So if you would like to work with us, let us know and call our centers. You can find us at foreplayradiosextherapy.com. And if you like what we're doing and want to help support us, we'd love for you to rate and review us on iTunes and be super helpful for us. So thanks for listening. All right, we're back talking about honeymoons and some 10 things that you can talk about or do on your honeymoon to help lay a foundation for a good sexual life to come. So, Lori, spice it up for us a little bit. We also want you to take time for a sexual task, and that's to do a full body massage. So naked, you know, front and back. Try for like the first 30 minutes to explore every part of your partner's body feeling what it's like to touch them, use a a lubricant or massage oil, coconut oil, again, still really good. But, you know, there's like cool massage oils, almond oil, things like that, that are lovely. And just take a long, long time at enjoying their body naked and seeing them before you actually try to arouse them. So I'm talking like a 30 minute front and back massage before you actually touch their erogenous zones mm-hmm. and start to arouse them sexually. Yeah, this is, uh, this is you're talking about exploration, right? Yeah. Exploring each other's body. And being explored. Kind of like Magellan discovering the new world, <laughs> right? That is right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, that is a good one, especially in the beginning to kind of know your partner's body, right? Especially because yeah. I imagine that this would also help you know how they like to be touched, pressure, like where where things are, finding all the It also breaks parts. down inhibitions, you know, just to really enjoy the naked body and how lovely it feels to be so open and vulnerable with each other. Mm. Absolutely. What's next on your list? My next on the list is make a list of all the places you want to christen when you get home to your new home. So, you know, it doesn't have to be the master bedroom, although the master bedroom should be decorated first in the house, you know, but make a list together of, you know, we're going to do it here. We're going to do it there. We're going to do it in the backyard on the trampoline. Is it just not my favorite? I mean, I feel like the list is already made. Isn't it just every single space in the house (laughs) that you can possibly find? Is that not? That is the list. Is that not the list? Adam's list. Yeah. I mean, just every single, every single space. The couch, the chair, the kitchen table. The dryer. The counter. The garage. The dryer. Yeah, that's a good one. The garage. about the dryer. Right. Woohoo. Okay. All right. On, on the uh, back porch, if the lights are dark and nobody can see you, you do not want to get in trouble of exhibitionism. That is not a fun right. honeymoon right. That's why, experience. That's why you have a fence. That's right. That's why Seven you feet have high. a fence. Okay. Okay. Then I would suggest that you try oral sex with a flavored lubricant. And people ask, well, wh- why do you need that? You know, oral sex is just great just by itself. But actually it is a fun sort of experience because oftentimes these lubricants like give you kind of a almost like the way a lemon does on the back of your mouth that gives you more saliva they're super sweet uh, and so that can be a really fun experience you know in on your honeymoon 
you know, you just want to knock it out of the park, right? You want to do crazy stuff that you wouldn't do every day of the week or you want to do all kinds of fun things. Well, things like that set a, set a precedent too. Like I think most people don't recognize that in the beginning of your relationship, you are setting a lot of precedents for how things are going to go. And once those get set, they're they're very hard to break. They're almost like habits. So I think what you're talking about too is your your honeymoon is a place for you to experiment with a lot of different things um, so that it's it's you're setting that precedent that you're going to be experimenting for years to come. You're going to be trying new things. You're going to be playful. You're going to be playful. And so a flavored lubricant, oral sex with a flavored lubricant is one of those things that you can try that just starts things off on a good, on a good note. Yeah. Also, it should be noted that Siri just tried to Google flavored lubricant um, (laughs) for me for some reason. Okay. And good. And we actually have a source for you. Patricia Huerta sells pure romance and we're going to link you to her on our page and the particular lubricant that we have all taste tested and thought was really good. And we don't get anything for this. This is just uh, for Patricia. So thanks, Patricia, for all that you do. She sells all kinds of fun stuff, and she's a reliable source and a lovely person. Yeah. So the next on the list is to do it in every position. Yes. Um, I think this is a great tip, right? Because a lot of people, if, depending on how experienced you are, this may there may be a lot of positions that are new to you. And one, we have a great podcast on sexual positions that you should our go favorite. and listen to. It's one of our <laughs> favorite. Um, but then also, like I think, if depending on your experience level, your knowledge level, like there are plenty of books out there that will help like give you different positions to try. And again, this is experimenting. This is fun. This is seeing what works and because that's going to also help you know what works best for you guys. And, you know, well. I think that also when you've been having sex for a long time, if this is your remoon, right, this is your remoon, you, you know, you get stuck in a rut. You like do the same thing because it works and it's efficient. And this is a time to be sensual and try all kinds of wild, crazy stuff, you know, from behind, from on top, you know, swinging from the chandeliers. It, it's like in the chair, on the ground, legs up, you know, whatever, who's on top, who's on bottom. It's really a time to have fun and try out a bunch of different stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I like the next one too. Tell me about the mutual, finding a mutual erotic language, Lori. Well, you know, I think this is so important and we talked about it before, but what kind of things do you like? I know that some people think dirty terms like, you know, throwing the F-bomb is really exciting and other people think that is immoral. You know, sometimes people think that uh, words that I wouldn't even um, consider as a, a dirty term, they think it's it's horrible. You know, so you want to make sure that you're using a language that is sexy, personal. I love it when people name each other, name their parts, you know, and it becomes this really secret language. Um, mm. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I think I, w- I would add to that just noise and sounds as well. There's a lot of kind of surveys out there where say that, that it, people find it more erotic just even when they hear their partner moan, um, when they hear their partner making noise, and it gives them a lot of freedom as well. So I would add that to what you're talking about as well. Right. Silent orgasms are not as good. 
That's right. <laughs> yeah. You got to make some noise. Yeah. And it's good to let those people next door on the on the cruise ship know that <laughs> what's going on in there and that they should just leave you the hell alone. Yeah. Okay. So we want to also learn another step is learn how to communicate your ideas for sex du jour. Like what do you want and how do you communicate that? I think as lovers, you kind of tend to know, but... If you are new lovers or if you're in that boring sort of stage, not putting much effort into your sex life, like let's name them, right? You know, put it on a list, you know, quickies, rough and tumbles, tantric sex. We should do a podcast on tantric sex. You know, prolonged orgasm. That's what it is, essentially. You know, is it going to be an oral sex only night or is it a romantic night or do you are you going to dress up and role play and. Uh, have fun, or is this just like serious, intense sex? Quiet. You have on here quiet, serious sex. I, yeah. I don't, like, is it is just everybody? I just picture everybody scowling and being really firm, and <laughs> I guess that can be fun. That can be fun too. <laughs> you could go with it now that you think about it. No, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> serious sex. Well, that's, that's fun. You know, I just I, I think there was probably some moment. The reason I put it down, where you know, my husband just looked me in the eyes, and it was just this deep connection. It wasn't playful. It wasn't particularly sexy. It was just dead on him and me. I don't know. And so that's why I put that in I there. like it. I like it. Serious sex and quiet sex. Yeah. Very good. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But you need that. You need that shorthand to know what you're wanting and to be able to communicate that well. Try all of these. Try all of these during during your honeymoon, or your remoon, or your I like remoon, right? I, I mean, I don't know. I like, I like honey, honeymoon part du. <laughs> since you're since you're going with the de, since you're going since you're going with the with the French, you know. So Adam, you just got back from Paris, so uh, you should be able I, I to did. say that really well. I know, well. I know all, I know all the French. Honeymoon de. Uh, okay. But then the next one we have is about touching and how to give directions for touching as well. Oh right? yeah. I mean, I think this is this is an important one. We talked about it a little bit with the massage, um, but being tactful in the way that you communicate how you like to be touched, where you like to be touched, telling them, learning how to to say, do more of this or stop, I don't like that. Those kind of directions, being able to talk during sex and give directions about how you like to be touched are incredibly important. And I think sometimes using numbers, like that's a one, that's a two. Sometimes I have couples in my office start touching each other's arms only, obviously. No, no, no sexual touching in a therapist's office. But... I have them touch each other's arms and just rate, you know, is it a one or is it a five? And that's sometimes the numbers. I'm a number person. I really like things rated and ranked. Mm -hmm. And that helps me, like, know if it's good or if it's not and at what stage it's good or it's not. So that's what I would suggest is do a numbers game. You know, touch each other and, and try and... Try to rate it with a number. And the last one we have on here, which I think is just really important, is laughing at yourselves, right? I mean, this is just something things get sexes and can be awkward and embarrassing. There's hurtful things that happen in the bedroom, frustrating. It doesn't always go as planned. And just the ability just to laugh at yourself and with each other. Um, it's going to just help it make it more relaxing um, mm-hmm. and much more enjoyable. Um, you can work those things out. Those things are going to be able to be worked out. But being able, this is supposed to be fun. 
Yeah. It's supposed to be pleasurable. It's supposed to be enjoyable. It's not always going to go perfectly. Just keep that in mind. Even whether you're doing your first honeymoon or a re-moon or a baby moon or whatever kind of moon is happening, all right, it's supposed to be enjoyable and it's supposed to be fun. So laugh at yourself more often than Yeah, not. don't take it so seriously. You know, you, you have time to work this stuff out. So whatever moon that you're on, we wish you all the best. Enjoy it. Have lots of sex. Experiment a whole lot. Um, and ha- just have a good time. Good luck, everybody. You can now call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-4PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at 4Play. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.